Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Conspiracy the Show. I'm Adam Todd Brown. <laughs> Back in the trap, everybody. It's me. It's Connor McSpadden. Uh, Lord I, Crawford with the dick. Uh, <laughs> back once again. I gathered up the remnants of Ross Perot's 1970s Iran <laughs> hostage rescue team. We initiated a and raid they, they on were, the David Spade compound and broke Connor out for a night. Yeah, they were able to give me the week of Thanksgiving off. Yeah. It was a really good crack team. <laughs> we negotiated. And, <laughs> together with Jack Ryan and James Bond and the whole, the whole squad. Connor still has a black bag over his head. I do, yeah. You I don't know where I am. know where he is, but... I believe I'm in some sort of like unincorporated Burbank County land. I think we're in an illegal apartment. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe I'm... This is sort of like... It, it feels like if uh, they used to hide illegal, illegal immigrants in here and now it's been like two owners later and it's right. just sort of like a frictional kind of like office temping space now it's just podcast hosts and the ghosts of illegal immigrants who died here oh yeah and you probably can, that you can you can still hear them asking for clean drinking water during some uh, uh some downbeat moments on list cast i think <laughs> it's a little bit creepy <laughs> yeah turn that volume up yeah man it's uh, good, good to be back yeah thanks for doing it i yeah, it's so weird. Like, when you aren't able to do the show anymore, like, when I like anything, like a podcast, a band, a TV show, I I go out of my way to learn as much about the people involved. Oh, yeah. Like, no, I, I, lo- I would go on Wikipedia for yeah. hours just reading about, like, what did Joe Strummer like to do? I like those yeah. songs he wrote. You like, know? My, my morning routine is watching this show on ESPN called First Take. It's oh, two I love, hours. I love First Take. It's everything I need to know about sports. It's so stupid. So I know everything also that I need to know about Stephen A. Smith, Max Kellerman, and Molly Karam. Because they host the show. But the reason I I bring that up is because I assumed that people just knew you were writing for a David Spade show and didn't have time to do like. Oh, yeah, I guess. And and, and, maybe people thought we had some sort of beef or some sort of like. And I also assume that if anyone listens to this podcast, they listen to Mean Boys. So, yeah, yeah. So they would like they would hear from you directly what's going on. I kind of figured your life. that too. I never felt. I never like. Well, I also just think like I'm by no means like I'm. A, I guess I'm vaguely a public figure, but not like a good one. So it's like I don't want to put out a fucking press release. Who cares? Yeah. It's like kind of cheesy. I got five thousand followers. Like I don't know. There's a few people like me. They figured they probably figured it out. You know, they heard the shit. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was weird reading some. Like every once in a while, people are like, "What happened?" And I'm like, "I don't know, not, like, nothing. I, I got a job, like, yeah, you know, it's in happened. Burbank." 
Like people, like especially if you've been following me long enough, you know, if we had beef, I'd probably say it on Twitter. Oh yeah, or something. We, yeah, we like, get into. <laughs> like you'd know, we Adam would have shooters. Yeah, you would have seen you know? the fuck Connor McSpadden tweet by now. Yeah, my would, God, that would have been like <laughs> talk about a guy you don't want to start beef with. It'd be a huge pain in the ass. <laughs> it's just a lot of really kind of like. Well, first of all, I think even worse than sort of the like uh, not worse, but a different kind of bad than like if you like say. You got like in, in in trouble with like sort of like weird dark web neocon Nazi yeah. kind of like trolly jerky shitty guys like there's that and like that's its own thing but just a bunch of like fucking you know middle class office workers with MBAs <laughs> that like Iron Giant memes I'm like I can't think of anything that would piss me off or haunt me more as it yeah. followed me around I would I would I'll kiss the ring just to avoid <laughs> any of that nonsense any Iron Giant don't Iron Giant Connor McSpadden well yeah and they're just they're like a lot of unpops they're just like they kind of remind me of my high school friend Amy who always had her really <laughs> really big backpack and super organized and we're gonna have fucking Monopoly night, but we're gonna go backwards and we'll do like a demolition. And we we're playing mini golf, but the floor is lava and just a lot of shit <laughs> that just makes me want to puke shit out of my eyes. So that's us. That's the Unpops <laughs> fandom. Not all of them. Not all. There's just there's that's like those are the kind of people that go out of their way to do shit like that or to participate yeah. in one of these uh, Twitter mob hits. So, dude, you better believe I'm not starting any beef with you, man. Yeah, I've I've always tried to keep our fan bases cordial because I like. Oh, yeah, no, I like. I we did, always get along. But we, we, we I did the last Mean Boys show. I yeah. got drunk and sad and kind of bombed, and it was really fun. No, that was really fun, man. Because uh, I, I love you guys, and I always like I always got like tense when people would try to make it seem like there was just like a divide between our fan bases. Well, it was we stole whatever twenty percent of your fan base. Like that's like that's it's not a divide; it's a partition. <laughs> it's another user on the fucking Windows machine. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, and it's like, man, we all get along. It's great. It's no, fucking dude. It's relax. Really fine. We all, we all, I, we like the whole fucking crew. You know, there's never really like. I don't think any of us have ever, ever thought about it that much. Right. It's not that like. Uh, it's like when it, it's all gets on the internet and you sort of just see it in the series of like whatever tweets or conversations. You kind of like extrapolate your own thing, but it's like I don't know. We just don't really. Yeah. It's not. It's not this, some big complicated thing. Yeah, you're just on the internet one day and you realize, oh, people think we hate each other. Okay. I know it's so fucking. Yeah, I'm but like, we don't. Like, like it's. I don't even think people realize that we don't like hang out. We never really like hung. Out. We we would do the show and like I like we get along. I think we're, the same thing like, happens. I would say we're friends. But. It happens with bands, or it happened when like when I left Cracked, I would occasionally tweet a, a, a shady little thing at one of my former bosses oh yeah and like very justified uh knowing yeah. a little more about the backstory than maybe some of you yeah. yeah and people would be like oh but come on you work together it's like you get along with all your fucking co-workers <laughs> like what do you mean we work together yeah. so what like people like it doesn't like that's some sacred unbreakable bond yeah you like know? we we host a podcast yeah, we together didn't, we, we didn't, didn't fuck live in, together we didn't fuck in a coffin <laughs> at yale okay and on an island with a moat around it like that's not this isn't some kind of crazy deep bond like that we're not blood not brothers yet. not yet not yet that is I, I forget what patreon goal that is but i know it's one i know one of it's them is coming, this, yeah. this skull and bones experience <laughs> where uh i think i have to like drink out of a skull with travis clark or something like that um Looking forward to it. That'll be tight. But yeah, no, we're just uh, you know, we're both we're living life. I'm 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 frankly 
stoked to be back in the trap, you know, doing a uh, doing a little bit of a wrap up show. We're doing know. a every other show a publisher outlet is doing lists like this. Mm-hmm. So I figured, why should we be left out of the fun? We're doing a list of the 20 biggest conspiracy theories of the 2010s. It's interesting. It's uh, I guess I it's this is weird for me. As, I don't know, I guess a young, like, uh, this is the first full decade I've really, like, been online for. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Like, I was 16 in 2010, I guess, or 17, maybe, and now I'm 26, and, and it's like, okay, I fucking, I, I remember the whole decade, the 2010s. Yeah. If anything, I'm kind of a 2010s guy, <laughs> you know? I'm, I, we are firmly in your wheelhouse today. Yeah, yeah, so this is, uh, this is nice. This is, this is making me feel a little old, and I'm, like, excited to really see, you know. Yeah. And this is tw- just a reminder, 2010s only, so you can take your fucking 9-11 was an inside job yeah, and you shove can, it up uh, your fucking ass. <laughs> Does not yeah. apply to this list today. First of all, you're a hack. That's right. number one. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. It's the I Arnold mean, Schwarzenegger impression of conspiracy theories. It re- it's the wonder wall of conspiracy. <laughs> did you know I did an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression on TV? I saw the video. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. <laughs> dude, I told him 20 times I, c- I couldn't do Arnold, but they couldn't get anyone else to do it. So they're like, oh, you just do it. And I'm like, fuck, dude. This, I'm going to be... <laughs> I warned you. <laughs> it was great. So, yeah, we're... we're And obviously, since we're going through 20... We're not going to hit on each one yeah. for long. No, but I've been a weird internet. That's about the time. Look, 2010 is about the time I started becoming a weird internet guy. So I feel like I probably had a front row seat to a lot of these. I got. It's around the time the 4chan days started up, you know? As an ignorant liberal, 2008 is around the time I checked out of politics. Yeah. Because I was young and dumb enough to think, oh, well, we elected Obama, so everything's fine now. I can just coast, yeah. Yeah, and the country is right on course. So I missed a lot of the really big conspiracy theories of the 2010s. It wasn't until Trump started running for office again that I was like, oh, yeah, this has been bad a long yeah. time. I started, well, I was hanging out with like the, uh, the crusty punk hippie vegan you know chicks and dudes out in chino and they all kind of got me into like oh the drone bombings and i was reading like ad busters and shit like that and sort of like you know always interested in countercultural shit sort of going to now meetings or gsa meetings or whatever and kind of like getting the book or an article or website and just trying to find some of this shit but yeah no i i think around Whenever the first time I got to vote, I voted for Gary Johnson because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I had been like black pilled enough by like, you know, whatever the, uh, the, the drone bombings and shit that I was like, I can't fucking vote for this guy. You know? Yeah. And even one of the conspiracies on this list, I think it's, it's one of the lesser known ones, but it ties into Obama pretty, pretty deeply. Yeah. But yeah. first before that one, let's Gareth get Williams. This one, when I first saw it, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Is this the guy from the dollop? Is this Sherwin's son? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gareth Williams. I, I feel like I remember this vaguely from back when it happened, but I had mostly forgotten about it. Uh, the death of Gareth Williams. He was a mathematician who worked for not only British intelligence, but also us intelligence. Okay. And not that weird. Yeah, not like I, I I bring up the five eyes all the time, which yeah. is this shared intelligence. The, the butthole, the penis, the two eyes and the face, 
and exactly. the right nipple, uh, which is where the heart chakra is. Right. Yeah. Well, it's actually all the like mostly white nations. Yes. Yes. I know you're very. Funny. <laughs> Just all sort of the five share. blue eyes of uh, <laughs> the new world order or whatever. The five yeah. blue eyed devils. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They just all kind of share information, so it makes sense that yeah, yeah. They, they share intelligence operatives. U.S., U.K., the special relationship, right? Whatever yeah. they call it. And this Gareth Williams, he was found dead in his bathroom yeah. inside a North Face bag. Yeah, like a sleeping bag, I think, right? That was there? padlocked shut from the outside. outside. And the, the the worst part about that, North Face makes a quality textile product. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they've been kind of the industry leader in cold weather gear for a long time. I don't know how you can claw out of that. That would like, you think about that and you go, oh, so you're just kind of sort of like be a big stupid caterpillar that sweats to death. Yeah. You I know? bet they heard this and were like, it's all right. Yeah. Of course you didn't get out of it. Yeah. That's yeah. How we made it. Honestly, pal. a pretty good North Face commercial. Yeah. <laughs> like when they had those shoes that ran on water and they tri- kind of tricked everybody, but it was just a commercial for the shoes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like that kind of thing where it's like North Face. Like North Face. He'll kill your intelligence operatives. They found him three weeks later. He still wasn't cold. <laughs> what, you know. And the thing is, his death initially was ruled an accident. Even though there was no DNA, you know, or, you accident, you're playing around with the padlock in you're the just bathroom, <laughs> fucking around, looking on some Houdini fan sites. Yeah, man, let, letting people punch you in the stomach, exactly. you know, drowning yourself, and probably fucking fourteen year olds in apartments you had built for them. Cause <laughs> that was going on back then. <laughs> sure was, and. The thing is, there was no DNA or fingerprints found on the padlock uh, or anywhere in the bathroom he was found, Mm -hmm. as if it was completely wiped clean. Oh, okay. Yeah. And at first they ruled- Well, you know, a lot of people with OCD like killing themselves by padlocking themselves in a sleeping bag. Then you're going to want to wipe it down so no one knows how you got in there. Exactly, yeah. Uh, Well, he's a great magician, just like Houdini. (laughs) He never reveals his secrets, Adam. And the the suspicion for a long time was that the death was just an accident because they found all these like bondage websites on his browser history. Yeah. So they were like, oh, well, he must have been just fucking around and accidentally killed himself. But then this Russian defector at one point came out and was like, no, Russia killed him. He was like, what happened is we tried to blackmail him into becoming a double agent. He refused And in the process of blackmailing him, we kind of revealed that we already have a double agent in British intelligence. Oh, so he had to go. So he had to die. And the guy said they killed him with a poison that was administered through his ear that is undetectable. Like Wrath of Khan. Yeah. You know, like, ugh. Well, all those, all those, like, uh, it's funny, like, when they, uh, when they killed that guy, in uh that that North Korean guy, you remember with that weird Yeah. That was like they used a specific really weird poison to sort of like let them know like subtly that it was North Korea that did or whoever that China that right. did it or something like that. But yeah, the weird little shit like that where they had just have like oh yeah, it goes if you get some under your fingernail, you you turn gay and explode in four hours. You and know? they yeah, when they did that, they did it under the guise of filming a reality TV prank show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With so like the, the t shirt wom- over your head or something. Yeah, Very the woman 
woman, weird. the woman who ended up killing that guy was just like an innocent. She victim. thought she was doing a prank. <laughs> so she's just like for the rest of her life, like wakes up and is sweating because just, somebody thought she was going to be on, you know, a uh, tricky, tricky, fun, fun airport hour. <laughs> oh, that poor lady. And hosted by like a watermelon cat. That's like five, <laughs> five stories tall or, you know, the big foam suit. Uh, number 19, speaking of Obama, this is who I was talking about. The death of Michael Hastings. Shanks Obama. <laughs> you remember this guy? Maybe vaguely. Yeah, he yeah, died yeah. in LA in like, uh, 2011, 2012, but he was a, a writer and he had like a journalist kind of right yeah, yeah he was like a freelance journalist he wrote a bunch of really crazy articles for rolling stone mm-hmm. and not crazy as in how could someone believe any of this shit is happening they were like things that actually happened that he just happened to be the one you got to like some good scoops and one of the most famous ones was this profile of uh, this military official named William McChrystal. And William McChrystal, as a result of this article that Michael Hastings wrote, uh, basically lost his job. He had to resign. Oh, wow. Yeah. And his career was over. Michael Hastings wrote a bunch of stuff about the Obama administration and especially surveillance and spying mm-hmm. under obama yeah uh he has you can still go find most of his articles on rolling stone he's got a really interesting one about how this army psyops team was instructed to work their like mental magic on visiting senators and congress people dude it's like i can't it's so funny now that i know about this shit it's like i got just enough going on in my life so now when i meet a cool girl with purple hair and a misfit shirt i'm like <laughs> are you are you gonna courtney love me man are you gonna fucking courtney love me dude and try to influence my podcasting for evil exactly you know, i get a little bit a little bit of your unfounded paranoia is rubbed off on me finally because now i'm starting to go like, well well i mean you know you write for a tv show it's a little some level of like you know let's maybe you know a couple years someone might try to brainwash or get in your house and you know give you some sort of crazy shot i read a thing the other day the cia's annual budget is 12 billion dollars oh god what are got they spending of money, that money to do that kind of shit to people like me with <laughs> did i tell you I, a couple weeks ago we did an episode about this really obscure cia scandal from the 80s yeah uh involving this group called the finders uh, yeah oh the fine and then all the power in the house went out or whatever uh no no, the next day, as soon as I got to the studio, the day after we recorded that, the second I get to the studio, someone showed up and started rifling through my garbage. Oh, my God. And he, like, looked homeless, but they're not going to send a dude in a suit. No, they know how to make them fucking. Yeah. They're like, all right, let's go down to makeup and let's get you ready to root through the trash outside of Adam's place. And people were like, did you go outside and confront the guy? Because that's the fucking phone video I'm trying to star in in 2019. <sighs> yeah, right. Comedian confronts homeless guy for Par- stealing cans. Yeah, Paranoid fat guy thinks guy <laughs> trying to buy sandwiches in cult. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Racist exposed. But Michael Hastings, he wrote this article about William McChrystal. He had written mm-hmm. all these things about Obama. And he, at his death, according to his uh, then girlfriend, was working on a profile of CIA director John O. Brennan. Oh, that motherfucker. And... 
uh, while working on that, he dies in this car accident. And there are, if you look into it. Oh, we did one about this. And that car accident was so, so fishy. All all these people who are like, his car was the kind that a a person with enough knowledge could hack into and basically force it to crash yeah auto break it or whatever yeah you know remotely and yeah. that was one of the uh well, theories he, around his death well he used to work at a um a driver's in, uh, driving lessons he used to give him so he had the brake pedals on the oh, right side on both sides and yeah kind of sure. fucked him over yeah yeah he picked up this this barefoot girl with some <laughs> armpit hair wanted to take him back to spawn ranch and then uh <laughs> Stopped at Chili John's, plowed into the building. That was the last stop he ever made. (laughs) Shout out to Chili John's. That place is great. Yeah. Uh, Number 18, Deflate Gate. Remember Deflate Gate? (laughs) Yeah, man. Got to get some fucking sports on here. I couldn't think of any other good sports conspiracies from the 2010s. This was the one. It's like, I feel like with every, every kind of Tom Brady thing, I don't know a lot about football, so forgive my ignorance, but it seems to just sort of boil down to people butthurt that he's the best is kind of what it looks like to me. Yeah. Because I, I feel like people cheat a lot. In the NFL, sure, and I, I yeah, think, you bend the rules. You do, you do. Everybody does what they can get away with, you and, know. And the the argument here was that he was deflating footballs or having footballs deflated less than normal because it was raining, and that would allow him to get a better grip on the ball when uh, throwing it. And this was the 2014 AFC Championship game. It was really rainy and wet and gross. And to be honest with you, that sounds like one of those things where you sort of like, you go like, oh, I didn't really think that much about it. I guess I probably should have checked. I didn't really know it was against the... That's sort of where it would land for me. Now I know everyone in the NFL probably thinks about this shit a lot more, but it just doesn't seem like that dramatic a thing to me. Yeah, it's not a thing you would think would matter that much but like i feel like if you got really upset and if if this is you think this is the whole reason or whatever like he won or whatever happened it's kind of like really there's that was that was it was all because of that everybody anyone could do it if you just had a squishy shitty football yeah and if you look into the theory the argument is that the balls were deflated in the first half and that the refs then fixed them for the second half but the second half of the game is when the Patriots scored the majority of their points. Oh, interesting. Okay. So it wouldn't, like, even if he did it, it would almost seem like he did it to their detriment without realizing it was not going to help. Yeah. So yeah, who he, knows? It was it, it was even better after they, like, he stopped doing it? Yeah. Uh, and it's and like, yeah, who can, like, just shut up. <laughs> They had that other scandal called Spygate, but that it's was like the guy who calls fucking seven. Oh yeah, 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 with the um, pictures or whatever. They or like filmed the, the opposing team's uh, walkthrough during practice. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Which is apparently illegal, but yeah, yeah, yeah. also something you think you'd try and get away with if Absolutely, you could. Absolutely, dude. Right? I, well, I'd get like a cute little girl and put a camera and an ice cream cone and all that <laughs> shit. You know, like why not? It's the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> Cheat. Number 17, Planet X. Oh, man. This was like big for the, like, pop-up. This was like a pop-up ad conspiracy theory. Yeah. Where they sort of went pop-up ad viral for like three months, and then it went away. And it's one where, if it's true, I don't want to know. Yeah. I think this is one where the government would be right to tell us it's not If it is true, though, we could blow up a, I feel like we could blow up a planet. Could we? I think so. Because the, the theory is that there is this secret 
planet out there called Planet X yeah. or Nibiru. And it's way beyond like Pluto, right? Right. And it's got this big like ellipt- ellipt- elliptical orbit and it's going to come back around and the fucking tidal wave of gravity is going to butt fuck the rest of our yeah. solar system and just sit- make it chaos. It's either going to hit us or come close enough to hitting us that it will just yeah. send the Earth into a tailspin. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case... If we can blow it up, I want to know after we blow it up. <laughs> You'd and, like it to just be like, good morning, we blew up a planet. Uh, it's already done. <laughs> There's an asteroid belt between us and Mars now. It's even bigger. Uh, everyone go back to work. Yeah. Like, that's what you're looking for. Could have been a huge problem, yep. but it wasn't, yep. and you're fine. Yep. And uh, look, we realized we, maybe we should have said something. We didn't really want everyone out there yeah. doing a whole purge thing in case this didn't work. So we Either that it. or I want to wake up to Stephen A. Smith on first take going, oh, God. no! No, no, that would turn into them arguing about like, okay, fucking uh, twenty nineteen Golden State Warriors team. Who do you want to take that shot? And he goes, and then he says Andre Iguodala, Stephen A, and he goes, you stupid Max Kellerman, I should get paid extra to talk basketball with you. That's my favorite Stephen A. Smith burn is I should get paid extra to talk basketball with you. All right, number sixteen manufactured natural disasters. This is still one of my favorite episodes of this podcast. Oh, about we talk harp? about harp? Is it weird shit? I still think harp is... Harp a- and Elvis really surprised me. <laughs> yeah. Elvis was surprising and harp, I came out of that like, yeah, we're up to something. Yeah, that's like, that's not... We're at least trying to do something like this, you know? Like, just the fact that if you if you go back and listen to the episode, the craziest detail to me was how when they first put up their website, they said HARP was also for national defense, mm-hmm. and then they eventually took that part out. Yeah, and yeah, And we're yeah. like, ooh, never mind. Because it was just Don't like, worry about it. It was some guy just making a website, you know, and it's like, I always think about, like, every once in a while, like, some sort of just, like, civil servant that actually doesn't really, like, actually just doesn't, not, not insidious, but just sort of like a cog in this, all this shit will sort yeah. of fuck up and go like well you know we just need to say broadly and uh you know truthfully what we use the program for and he's like well i guess national defense uh, you know i'm keeping it vague and weather survey and then uh you know people start digging around it's like god damn it gary and he's like well i was just trying to uh <laughs> let the people know uh, in the information section well like, we use it to fire up the ionosphere and then that causes uh, earthquakes exactly. in places yeah. we don't like like the uh when they found out about mk ultra just because that lady was like yeah. oh you, you put your files about your um you know how you've been like uh, uh having like prostitute salute su- seduce like you know people that work within the government and then uh, drugging them and seeing how they react well uh yeah all the f- you accidentally put those here so i'm just gonna get those back to you and it's like just because of that lady we yeah. know about that shit you know so it's just funny when yeah stuff like that slips through yeah and with harp, and someone actually I, I like kind of does their job and then they go ah fuck dude don't you're not supposed to do that yeah yeah harp is it's a weird one we're never going to find out anything definitive about harp well because it's in like alaska too right it's in alaska it's a tough place for like the am i being detained guys to get out to and go do some like research yeah and the air force has since shifted ownership of harp away from the military yeah yeah so now it seems like there's nothing weird about it but i don't know i I feel like the internet's making it easier for the government to lie to us no, it really is, because it's like, well, I mean, A, distract the palooza. Nobody gives yeah. a fuck. Like, I mean, every like, it's just sort of, it's all it's all lost in the shuffle. I mean, there's, prob- there's probably been, there's probably 12 Iran Contras we don't even know about. Oh, for sure. You know, just because, like, ah, I was, I was still on Epstein, you know? By the way, now that, now that we're, like, going through this list, I'm starting to think, like, 
you know, and you read the 20 best rap albums of the 1990s and you go, oh, they, if they got if they got mob <laughs> deep too low, I'm going to be pissed. I'm now going, if Epstein is below two or three, I'm like, if he's not a podium finisher, I'm going to have some words for Adam. I did struggle putting this list together for that very reason. You know, Just it's tough like to, figuring yeah. out because I do mean this as the biggest, yeah. like the most important. But I do. Th- yeah. Harp and the fucking. Uh, you yeah. Almost even bring in like. Some of the Katrina shit with the levees, but... Yeah, any of those, uh, like, especially natural disasters, like all the earthquakes and tsunamis that happened in the 2010s, -hmm. if you look into that, there is somewhere a conspiracy that claims the United States government made that happen with (sighs) HARP. And if we did... If we did, you know... kind of cool. It is kind of... The most baller one would definitely be Fukushima. Yeah. Tsunami to break open a nuclear reactor. Like, if you could do that with a satellite and no one could really figure it out, that's some, like... That's some pimp shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be all right with us having that technology, That that is also the kind of thing that we might do because that would make... That, first of all, makes nuclear power look bad. Right. And makes everyone want to keep buying oil. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Even though nuclear power, like, one of the... (laughs) few things we could really do to make everything you know yeah it's what france did yeah a little better all our talk about uh needing to be more like france and well, we need to be more like france and that we need to put on some yellow vests and fucking start riding in the streets yeah yeah that would the problem be cool. is france is the size of like iowa yeah, yeah, yeah we're yeah. the size of us so <laughs> i know and it's way too, harder it's too big it's too spread out life is too good yeah life's always relatively too good and you just go, ah, you know, maybe tomorrow. You know, they keep yeah. it. They know the sweet spot. You know what I mean? Like the fucking, the surf lords or the fucking whip crackers, whatever you want to call them. Like they know how to keep it to, it's like, ah, oh, but fucking Jack Ryan's on Hulu <laughs> and Amazon Alexa, only 50 bucks. Fuck. Just in time for Christmas. AirPod Pros. Or, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And fucking get this. There's a new monster that's green. It's fucking delicious. <laughs> you know, and they just, and you know, you go, I don't know. I, I'm we'll doing okay. protest next week. Exactly. Uh, number 15, the Las Vegas shooting. That. This one is still so weird to me. It's one of these ones where it's like, I don't even, it's, I almost am afraid to learn about it. Yep. Cause I'm like this, I, I have a feeling I'm going to have to have some kind of opinion. That's going to be a pain in the ass to explain. <laughs> you yeah. Know? And I remember when it happened, people were like, Oh, this is a guy, uh, He's shooting up a country music festival because he's on the left and he wants it to make it. And I was like, "Eh, maybe. Jesus, what's happening? Yeah. But now we have no idea. Similar to like reparations or um, like like the Andrew Yang shit where it's like, well, I mean, that's just sort of like an empty hollow gesture that the uh, neoliberal super state could make rather than actually equitably redistributing all this massive amount of wealth. So, I mean, I think it's sort of like an imperfect solution, but it's like, it's a bitch to go talk about that. But then you'd be like, you see his brother was fucking kid. Like, you know, this guy, like there's so many weird, like I, I, I sit next to a Vegas shooting truther at my job. Oh, really? And it's very interesting. Yeah. And he keeps bringing stuff up and it's always fucking odd. Always odd. Yeah. It's just weird to me that we still have, so little idea of what his his theory is that it was a gun deal gone wrong i think oh really you know like he had all these guns out for uh for something i think it was yeah and he there's like saudis in that hotel you know there was like some some pretty high level saudis or something like that and he thinks uh that they killed him and then just sort of like covered it up and weird something i don't know pretty crazy that is crazy yeah number 14 
This, uh, I'm, I'm just looking at it now, feel like it could have been higher on the list. Uh, <laughs> Tom DeLonge's UFO videos. If, if he had gone, uh, if he'd gone to like UFO shit. 2000 to 2010 when Blink 182 had a little bit more cultural relevance. Oh, yeah. Then that would get him in the top five, I think. Oh, but, for sure. You know, he let Fallout Boy and my camp come <laughs> along and take his whole shit. Yeah, the government just cannot stop confirming that UFOs are real. They, weird little shit keeps coming out. They keep dropping little breadcrumbs and little videos and they're going, yeah, we don't know. There you was know? there was a New York Times article in October 2017, mm-hmm. I believe. Then there was another one in like May 2019. This was one of my favorite Hillary uh, like platform the planks of her campaign was she was like, I'll tell everybody like, you know, what's going on with aliens. If I get elected, I, you know, if there's anything out there, I want everybody to know. And, uh, fucking, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, it was like, okay, are you trying to just get the community college vote away from Bernie without, like, fucking doing anything <laughs> substantive to help anyone? You know, it was just a weird thing to throw out there. Like, people keep dropping hints. It's, like, coming around everywhere. Yeah, and I think the fact that people keep dropping hints and no one cares is proof that that wasn't the time for Hillary to make that her platform. Yeah. Because, like, right like. The world's on fire, man. Unless these aliens. How about yours? Yeah. Unless these aliens are going to impeach Trump. Yeah. No one yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. cares. Unless they're going to, uh, I don't know, te- teach us how to uh, teach us a little bit about saltwater desalination. <laughs> I don't know that we really need to keep up with them. That Snowden interview on Joe Rogan was interesting because I remember one thing he said that I found I found out he was like, I, I had like one of the highest fucking clearances, right? I, I could read a lot of shit. And he's like, I saw nothing about aliens. Yeah. He's like, I didn't see anything about him. You know, it's a little weird. Yeah, that is interesting. Well, but I, I honestly, I can kind of like 10% believe some of that Alex Jones shit about we're doing DMT, talking to him through the fifth dimension and they're giving us tech. Like some of like every once in a while I start like, you know, I'll start reading about some of those and I'll go, Man, I kind of, I could see it. I could kind of see it. The theory that I always like if UFOs aren't real. The theory I always lean to is the U.S. government probably puts out the idea of UFOs being real so they can test weird shit in the skies they, well, they without can, having to explain it. They can test aircraft. I mean, the SR-71 Blackbird was like indistinguishable from magic when it was created in the 1950s. I mean, yeah. I don't think it was decommissioned until like the 90s or 2000s. It was a very long-running, like successful piece of technology. So it's like they definitely have insane shit like that. And I also think the idea that there is something like that gives them the opportunity to stage some kind of alien-based false flag. Like there's that one guy uh, we did a show about a long time ago who's like, well, yeah, first we're going to do it with like communism. Right. We're going to vilify that. And then uh, as that kind of like runs out of gas, we're going to change it to terrorism. That's going to be the next great sort of like, you know, uh, excuse to keep fighting and fucking with shit and tinkering with different governments and economies. And then it's going to be aliens is the big one. That's going to be the one where we sort of. Yeah. shift to like a sort of like uh, neo-fascist super state, you know, and we all become matrix batteries. So I'm waiting for that one. And I Can't think this wait. could be part of it. I got a tweet about that, actually, but I think it could be part of it. <laughs> yeah, that's we've been doing a lot of episodes about the New World Order. Mm-hmm. And one of the like the culmination of the New World Order conspiracy theory is that at some point the U.S. government is going to orchestrate this like global event where they're able to broadcast a message into the sky 
that you can see from everywhere all at the same time. Yeah. And that the the figure in that message is going to present his or herself his probably <laughs> as I was about to say <laughs> as like the actual yeah, herself that's going to fly over in the, you know Ukraine they're going to be like we should hear her out let us listen to what sky bitch has to say about morality and the, the nature of freedom and peace yeah. and that yeah and that that like voice in the sky is going to tell people that all of their religions were a lie and oh that's going to be sweet. here's how everything is and you should follow me. And if I was lying, would you be able to see me in the sky right now? I, yeah. I, hey, it's not a. It's not the dumbest plan. Yeah, I mean, at least it's our country doing it. I'm. It's like you, you know, what as sucks? white dudes living in the United yeah, yeah. States. No, I, I like <laughs> you. Really do start to think, like money. Really does kind of make you a piece of shit. Like I'm doing a lot, you know, better in my life. I got I got a little job and everything. It's going good, but it's like you do start hearing stuff like that and go like, well, at least I'm winning and I, I seem to be winning on the team that's doing pretty good. So right. I think it'll shake out probably fine. I mean, I don't know. Some, some dollars well, I'll will be angry about you, you know? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be in the, the taxpayers bracket of, you know, of uh, being spared. Hopefully, you know, it's just like, so weird. And then I ended up thinking about all that shit. I'm like, is that my goal now to just be like, oh, I want to be able to bribe the fucking, uh, yeah. uh, the jackbooted thugs that come to my home to try to take my wife and son. I want to like, Hey, look at me. I was able to pay him off. I'm a good provider. That's not a, any kind of future. I want to be a part of. I thrived under the future Nazis. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I hid three <laughs> fucking dissident graphic designers in my closet <laughs> for a couple months before I turned them in for extra ration cards. Thank you very much. Oh, number 13, Malaysia Airlines flight MH370. I love this conspiracy so much. Dude, this was this one had longevity. This was like, you know, you know how Get Lucky was on the radio for a year? This was the Get Lucky yeah. of conspiracies. This it was on CNN all the time. And we're still we still don't really know what the fuck happened no. with this plane. <laughs> like it's it one just, of those ones where it's like who gives a shit kind of. It's like 40 people. Like no, yeah. not to be a dick. It's awful. It's horrible for their families, but it's like you can forget it. It's like uh weird but every once in a while you just go so what we actually don't still know nobody knows yeah. yet really and even when people are like oh we found wreckage i'm like i don't give a fuck the terrorists could have chopped a piece of the wing off and thrown it in the ocean oh yeah 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 like, they could have landed the plane and be like all right well let's go throw some shit in the water and make it look like i don't know they just got hit by an air shark or whatever and then crashed and it's, it's one like one of my favorite theories is that the u.s basically hijacked it for whatever reason and took it to Diego Garcia Air Force Base, which, if you're familiar with the location, there's all these people who live near there who are like, yeah, we saw a really low-flying plane that oh, kind of fits that description on that day. But, like, what are you and I, as people on a conspiracy theory podcast, going to do? Go to the fucking Maldives <laughs> and be like, hey, is that true? Did you really see that plane? I think about it, man. And then I mean, does our plane back from the Maldives even land? I get, I'm, I'm I get sort of like, I, I, I always have these fantasies about kind of like, I like to I like the idea of changing careers and going rogue. And I'm thinking just more about all this, the conspiracy stuff and the Epstein thing, especially. And like, I'm seeing these guys that are actually like going out to the island and just videotaping stuff. And I'm like, 
maybe I just save up some cash and go do that. You know, I mean, that yeah. I would really feel like I was doing something good, and I would I would have so much fun being paranoid and thinking I was going to be murdered all the time and having all these like systems in place, and you know, yeah. I, I would think it was exciting. So every once in a while, I'm like, yeah, maybe we should fucking go and try to try to find Elvis's housekeeper in Venezuela. <laughs> I mean, you think we're gonna have a bad time? I don't know. Probably have some fun. Probably get you know good for a few laughs. Uh, num- yeah. number twelve. This was one of the first episodes we did. Seth, Seth Rich. Rich, dude, and the Clinton body count. The Clinton body count. That conspiracy traces back to the to Vince Foster, probably early days of or the even, Clinton even before then. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Well, it's so funny. It's like there are so many people on the goddamn list that as you as you keep going, you go like, well, oh wow. There's, I mean, at least one of these, right? Probably. <laughs> Yeah, they have to have murdered some of them, right? I don't think, like, I just don't think he can be the president without murdering a few people, you know? What if he murdered Jeffrey Epstein? Uh, Bill Clinton? Yeah. What do you mean? I don't don't know what this what if is. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know exactly where that's coming from, but, uh... (laughs) Yeah, it is the... the, Were you looking for when? Uh, (laughs) I think when. Yeah, the Clinton body count, it's one of those things where you want to be like, yeah, come on, that's just a coincidence. Yeah. But also, that's a lot of people. It's And it's a lot of folks that shoot themselves twice in the head or, you know. Throw themselves out of windows. Tell their friends they're not suicidal, then kill themselves. Yeah. You know. Uh, Seth Rich, I mean, that just like, that, that, that one really seemed like, leave this guy's poor fucking family alone. Jesus right. Christ. You know, that one was like, oh my God. But uh, yeah, no, I'm sure they killed somebody. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, they are rich, powerful people. Yeah. And rich, powerful people sometimes wield that wealth and power in unsavory ways. Well, and they've hung on to their power and relevance for a really long time. And it's like, I don't think that's an accident. I think I think they I yeah. think they're pretty actively trying to do that. Yeah. So I mean, now they're kind of dying. Now they've reached the sort of dying phase of their career, you know, where they just sort of um, are curators of their own legacy. But I mean, before that, I'm like, yeah, I'm sure they're still trying to let's let's fucking keep the gravy train rolling, baby. You know? Yeah. And I wouldn't ever doubt that anyone on either side is capable of murdering people to keep power. Me neither, man. The more you learn about these people, you just go, ugh. Yeah. It's, that's, that's one of the best things about the Trump presidency is it sort of made me go back and look at all the other presidencies before it. And I'm just like, oh, you were all helping us get here. Yeah, like, that's, no, I mean, this has been the plan forever. The old, and corny, you were all a part of it. The old corny thing of like, you have to imagine the power in the hands of someone you hate, you know. But it's like, it, you, you you think about that, and you think, oh, it's two teams, and it's like, well, you don't want to expand executive power because you got to think about what someone that you didn't agree with with would do that, you know. And that's that's right. the old narrative, and now you sort of realize, oh, they're basically on the same team, so they're both they don't give a fuck, and they're and now they have the ball, and they're at like the. I think in terms of like a, you know, full-blown 1984, if they really wanted to do it, I'd say they're at least at like the 60, 75-yard line, you oh. know? Like, they're, it's not that far away. Well, And I think one, now we're just catching up and like, oh, I don't know if we can really do anything about that. Well, like, think about the, the thing you're seeing people uh, make jokes about on Twitter now uh, way more frequently for some reason, but we've known it's been happening for a couple of years, but like... Shout a few keywords at your phone. Oh, yeah. And see if your phone starts giving you ads related to those keywords. Dude, it's and that's, nuts. that's a thing where we're like, oh, God, that's creepy and so weird and so funny. But it's not a big leap from that to, 
oh, your phone heard you saying some unpatriotic shit. Exactly. And yeah. now a team is being dispatched to see how you actually feel about and America. Most of the shit I say is fairly unpatriotic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like once they flip that switch, I'm getting black bags yeah, yeah. the next day. Yeah. And it, it like it's. We we did this to ourselves. Like we've been heading this direction since nine eleven. Well, no, we didn't give a fuck, and we all shared a few videos about the Patriot Act on our fucking MySpace page, right? Uh, back in two thousand seven, while we listened to No Effects do all that <laughs> do all that really important rocking against Bush, and uh, yeah, now it's like okay, well, dude, every every there's, they basically have the machine from the uh, Dark Knight, uh, the, the first Dark Knight with the yeah, Joker, yeah, where yeah, can see the everything. cell phones, yeah, they can do that, and um, well, that's also the thing you used to. To do anything you're basically retarded without it uh you depend on it you're more or less like a rudimentary cyborg uh and right. this is kind of like your little iron man core so uh yeah either give that up and you know buy a thomas guide and then keep a fucking <laughs> little black book on your person at all times and talk to people on a burner phone from 7-eleven or you know just don't don't say anything too mean about the troops dude why would you they're fucking protect you they love you look at the big poster they're yeah. all like hugging they, they're, there's a black guy mexican guy asian guy white guy they're all helping a cat get out of a tree they're not fucking shooting rocket propelled grenades into preschools full of you know <laughs> refugees why would they oh dark times yeah all right number 11 antifa is funded by george soros yeah this is another one i'm afraid to learn about because i'm like oh god i might i might have to believe something that's awkward <laughs> about this shit well, the, the thing about this particular angle on George Soros is Antifa isn't a group. Like, there's no... not. It's like... There's the, no one to yeah, donate the, money to. I'm trying to think of, like, a good analogy, but it's like, uh, yeah, it's like... It's a lifestyle. Sure, it's, it's, yeah, it, yeah. You show up to it's particular... It's like Warhammer 40K. Yeah, you show up you to know? particular types of protests for a very particular reason. Yeah. But it yeah. doesn't require that much money. It's more like being a furry where you kind of, there's different <laughs> yeah. communities, but it's not like there's no president or king of it. It's just sort of, a, you know, decentralized that, organization. That said, George Soros definitely spreads a lot of money around and he spreads it around with the intent of influencing various governments. Sure. And I've had lots of issues with people on the right who do that. And my assumption is always that they're doing it to spread their evil aims and intentions. Mm. I don't know that George Soros is completely good. Like, yeah. here's the thing. If your elected government happens to be run by a person that mainstream American voters wouldn't agree with, that doesn't mean we have the right to go in and topple that government. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of what George Soros no, you does. No, wouldn't know that looking at anything we've ever done, but... <laughs> no, exactly. Like, we have a long history of that. And the thing is, like, we sometimes need different justifications for that oh, yeah. to uh, satisfy different segments of the American population. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's, oh, they're fucking, they're communists, and we got to stop communism and that appeases people on the right. And sometimes it's, oh, they're human rights abusers, and we got to fix that. And that appeases people on the left. But I feel like the negative part of our government needs people like George Soros and people on the right to achieve their aims. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you just sort of need like a, and in a way it kind of reminds you of Epstein, because I, I, don't, I don't, to be perfectly honest with you, I don't know a ton about George Soros, but like Epstein seems to be sort of set up to 
you know, run this whole thing. They basically needed a guy to be a So you sort of look at a guy and you sort of look at a few candidates and you go, oh, okay, maybe maybe they had like Ariana Huffington or something. They're like, oh, maybe we can get her to do it. Uh, and then you look at like, oh, he's got some money. He seems to have these sort of like feelings, this kind of public persona. And then like, yeah, let's get him to fucking, hey, could you turn loose a couple couple hundred grand of the freedom fighters in Venezuela and maybe get a few uh, grenades going to the Capitol, get this fucking guy out of there? You know, like a little bit of that stuff, put your thumb on the scale, you know, of the uh, on the butcher shops of uh, yeah. democracy all over the world. Like as and you find yourself a guy to do it. As much as people on the left like to laugh off this particular conspiracy theory, funding non-governmental organizations is how we topple governments these days. Like, if you look into Venezuela, the U.S. government hasn't personally pumped a bunch of money into Venezuela, but we've pumped a bunch of money into non-governmental organizations that spread democracy Mm. in Venezuela. And what that means is they go to people and go, hey, do you hate your leader? Let us tell you how to topple them. Yeah, let me show you how to make mustard gas. All yeah. right. You got to get this t-shirt wet. Now you got to wrap that around <laughs> your face. That's very, Don't forget that step. <laughs> and that is what we fucking do. And I don't doubt that George Soros does some of it too. Sure, man. Number 10, crowd strike. Are you familiar with this one? A little like, bit, yeah. With the, the I, I only have this so high on the list because... Well, it's dominated the fucking media cycle for like two years. Well, because it pertains to the impeachment hearings that are happening right now, too. Yeah, yeah. Because the uh, for all of Trump's, uh, or all of our, you know, uh, the, the research into what Trump did in Ukraine... One thing that gets left out is he was asking Ukraine to investigate something else. And it's really uh, tempting on the left to assume, well, what he was asking Ukraine to investigate was probably nothing. Yeah. But it probably wasn't. Like, it was probably something. <laughs> it was something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably yeah. something. And well, this- for him to ask anyone to do anything that even this sounds sort of like business related, I feel like most of his asks are like, do we have a bigger frame that's more gold for the painting? You know, for right. him to make it like a bit like, hey, could you tell me what's going on in Honduras? It's like, that's surprisingly on the ball. I feel like most of his <laughs> kind of things is like, what's the fucking monogram on the on the golf club yeah. bag doing? It's upside down again. You know, I think that's a lot of what he's talking about day to day. So he was actually trying to, you know, he was pushing some pay. He was making some copies here. He was doing yeah. some president thing, it seems like. Yeah, the thing about CrowdStrike, it's the name of an internet research group or internet technology group. One of those weird kind of think tank things. You that know? is actually located right here in California. Huh? But according to this conspiracy theory, they are owned by a Ukrainian businessman. Mm-hmm. And they actually meddled in the 2016 election and then uh, used CrowdStrike to plant evidence making it seem like Russia oh. meddled in the 2016 Interesting. Election. So they were, they were sort of like, it se- so now the conspiracy is that they basically made it look like Russia so that MSNBC and whoever would like toe that line for a couple of years and then look stupid when it wasn't. Was that kind of the idea? Well, I think the idea is more because this, if you look into it, this is a conspiracy theory that's mostly pushed by Russia. Okay. <laughs> and we know what Russia has done in regards to Ukraine. Yeah. And they're they always- got a great relationship. Yeah, exactly. They're yeah. always happy to protect Ukraine and look out for them. Yeah. But the, the thinking is Russia- planted this conspiracy theory because they knew people on the right in the United States would go, 
oh yeah, there it is. That exonerates Trump. So that's yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Like we'll run with that one because it fits our narrative better. Mm-hmm. And it kind of feels that way. Like uh, opposition research isn't that unusual of a thing. I bet people also just have like, they keep just a lot of sort of, there's a lot of these like vague fucking shell companies that kind of don't really do anything. And then I think every once in a while someone goes like, hey, we got a job for you. You got to go back and pretend to fucking do this. And they sort of, you know, get a few temps and they, they make sure that everyone's only looking at like one square inch of the thing that they're doing, you know, and then they sort of, then they can use them in whatever way. They just have like, you know, like yeah. it's just a resource, like having a fucking, you know, a shitty tech company in the whatever, like suburbs of Sacramento, like, and then you can, oh, okay, we could use that for this. Yeah, it's going to be perfect. Start drawing that up, you know, we'll get yeah, the Yeah, well, going. like the... When the Edward Snowden thing happened, he was working for some bullshit third-party contractor in the middle of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Like, this shit happens all over the place. Mm -hmm. Like, again, the CIA has a $12 billion a year budget. Yeah. They're spending it. Well, they got it. They got to spend it, or else they they, they don't get they don't yeah. get to make it thirteen or next, next year. year. Yeah, next yeah. year it's only eleven billion, and then what do they do? Oh, God. well, they couldn't. How could they protect? How could they keep us free? Think about <laughs> think about how much less free we'd be if the CIA only had a billion dollars. <laughs> uh, number nine. This one would have been higher. God, on the list fucking QAnon in the storm dude this is the most like Except this is, it's they, like inuyasha level storytelling it's bad and they botched <laughs> it so badly oh like, yeah they, they thought that fucking he was gonna have the big reveal right i think it was supposed to be november 3rd 2017 i think so yeah was when the storm was supposed to happen yeah. and that's when like tom hanks and hillary clinton and fucking jude law and every other liberal on the planet was supposed to get arrested for child sex trafficking. Yeah. And all like, that's when we were going to find out that the Mueller probe Trump was actually doing that with Mueller to uncover this big ring. And all of the QAnon stuff was building up to that. Mm-hmm. To November third, two thousand seventeen, which was supposed to be this mass arrest, and then he had to retcon it. <laughs> yeah, and it was like well, one of those happen. one of those fucking doomsday cults that's like the world's going to end May twenty first, two thousand eighteen. Yep, and then May oh, twenty 20- forgot to carry one number. Yeah. We we know it exactly now. May twenty second, they're like, hear us out. <laughs> yeah, we were wrong again. Now some of the um. Uh, some of the math may be, you know, these are old books, you know, and then you go, oh, okay, here we go. We do math different now. No, yeah. we don't. What are you talking about? There's the people that think it's JFK Jr. That yeah. I love. They thought that, um, JFK Jr. was going to be like, and I'm Q and pull off the fucking Mission Impossible mask at the parade, you know. Just flew his plane straight into an underwater <laughs> lair owned by the Kennedys. Exactly. Yeah. But they thought, he, yeah, because they, they thought he was going to be at the, uh, fucking, uh. Uh yeah I no I don't even I, I think it was yeah JFK Jr is still alive and they thought he was going to be at the 4th of July parade and he was going to like stand on a tank and tell everybody you know that Hillary Clinton's a pedophile and here's here's a picture of her you know or whatever sucking a 9 year old's dick and then we were all going to shoot fireworks and listen to ACDC <laughs> you know it's that would be amazing it would rock yeah like I'm I'm not rooting against it <laughs> let's be honest it's not going to happen uh number 8 deep state this one, uh, the, it depends on what part of the deep state theory we're talking about. Look, can I explain the deep state from like a te- like a television analogy that I sort of whatever I've realized? Yes, like, please. The guy, my boss, works for SNL or worked for SNL for for a number of years, and he was like, 
dude, like the the camera guys, the janitors, the people that just like fucking set out the bagels, they look at you as a writer like you're nothing because you're just like, oh yeah, you're like you come and go. Like those guys, all the fucking teamsters and shit, they've been there forever. Like when I go talk to the director or whatever on my show, it's like I wouldn't say she's like incordial to me, but it's, there is a little bit of that vibe where it's kind of like, oh yeah, you're just the latest fucking twenty six year old dude that comes in here and tells me shit, and I've been doing this for thirty years, and I'll do it for thirty more. You know, so it's like it's those bureaucrats, it's those people. That Right. are just sort of in these kind of like little frictional positions. And I think some of them have a lot more power than people think they do. Some of them, you know, it's maybe a little less fucking fishy and weird as it all seems. And it's actually kind of boring. But uh, yeah, it is. There is a huge number of like government employees that are just kind of like not elected. They're just around. They, you know, they have widely varying purviews and fucking authorities and powers. So it is like, it is a little bit of a fucking creepy thing. It is a little worrying. It, it is what, what makes it extra worrying to me is this is the kind of thing where when you're talking about like the really radical element of Trump's base to them, deep state is just going to mean any elected official who disagrees. Doesn't like him. Yeah. Trump. Yeah. And when people think about the Nazis and compare them to Trump, like the the defense people always want to make is, well, Trump's not rounding up Jews and there's not millions of dead Jews yet. But like that wasn't all the Nazis did. And especially when it comes to rounding people up. It wasn't really Jews that were first. It was intellectuals and opposition. (laughs) Oh, that's who got rounded up first interesting yeah. like all the people who are smart enough to go okay what this fucking government's doing is really 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 bad yeah the guy with his little op-ed column yeah the guy know? with enough of a platform to say no this mm-hmm. is that we're going down a bad path professors probably all that shit those you know? motherfuckers got rounded up first and which is then which is scary that's smart it's brilliant <laughs> i would i don't know if i would have thought of that it's brilliant and it like that's what the deep state conspiracy like that's what worries me about it is mm. that it'll be flipped into a thing where an entire portion of trump's base is just okay with him per literally purging the government of people who disagree with him yeah all based on the idea that obama set up a shadow government that's trying to undo his presidency. I think it's really part of why also like that nothing ever fucking changes uh, because, you know, it's like we've got all these like crusty old. Well, that's like Mitch McConnell's whole game is just like making a like super block of like, you know, basically basically turning the like judicial branch of the government into like a super legislature and just stacking it out with like conservative justices and like fucking, you know making it more and more of a pain in the ass and like it's it's an incredible it's a good strategy it's like a yeah. fucking he's playing dirty and he's kind of just like r- running this sort of like it's like one of those burn decks in a card game that just attacks your life points and doesn't have any cool monsters it's like <laughs> yeah. oh it's so fucking boring to play against but you go ah, well it's a good move it's you're beating me yeah so it's yeah like the, all those people have lifetime appointments there's all these fucking employees that you'll never know their names that li- go, will go to work in this little fucking dreary fluorescent office building somewhere and have all this power Hour and you can never do anything about it. you can never get that guy out of there he's like six fucking you know uh uh 10 years deep or whatever and he's about to get a gold watch and all yeah. this shit so it's like dude i mean uh, the country's so big it's we can't like go down to paris and just throw a cinder block at exactly. the fucking guy it's like it's like i think it's just gonna keep getting worse yeah it sometimes feels like 
having a country this big is sort of a failed experiment. Yeah. I don't know if you could really. That we could maybe just scrap. I think like, look, I mean. How about three Americas? I I hope Bernie wins, but I don't think he's going to. I think he's going to start winning and then I think he's going to get shot in the chest. (laughs) Yeah, it feels like we're ripe for an assassination. And that is the guy. Yeah. Right. That's the guy that if you're going to like. I well, think, him or Tr- I could honestly see him or Trump. Yeah. And, and just true. because I know the NSA is listening. I want to <laughs> yes. make it clear. That I don't want either of them to get. Shot. I don't want any political assassinations in my country. That's yeah. always chaos. Nor would I want anyone who's a fan of my work to do anything like that. Exactly. And uh, but it just feels like that kind of climate where something yeah. like that is going to happen and it's going to be really catastrophic. I'm really surprised there hasn't been more. Yeah. You know, I don't know exactly why that is. Maybe maybe some of that is because of all this fucking surveillance, you know. Well, and it could be that our like our intelligence, I think when all of world history burns and we're left to sift through the rubble, we're going to find that the United States probably had the most brutal and effective intelligence services in history oh yeah I agree. and we play it off like oh yeah israeli intelligence is so crazy oh, Mossad man. is so fucked up and and it's, it's like, like i'm sure but i like, bet you we are fucking i bet we are like the tentacle ass stepbrother porn yeah. of the intelligence you know and everyone else is like we like uh i don't know i wore like heels you know like that was kind of yeah. weird like the kinky. cia we don't know that the cia killed jfk but we know they threatened him yes <laughs> and he's the fucking president and the yeah, cia yeah. was like everyone get got in get, line you know the, the president that everyone got together and picked you know <laughs> yeah the, the catholic one that had some new ideas <laughs> mm, weird that Crazy. was too exotic Cath- yeah. catholicism is too exotic <laughs> for these fucking lizards people we're doomed Number seven. Too spicy Catholic. <laughs> Atheist socialism, you know, secular fucking shared share boys. I don't have a great feeling. <laughs> Number seven, Pizzagate. Here's the thing about Pizzagate. Man, <laughs> I, do, I do feel like we, we may have uh, rushed to judgment. <laughs> in 2017, I was like, man, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And now in 2019, I'm like, all right, it probably wasn't that pizza place, though. Yeah, yeah. You can sell me on the child sex trafficking ring run by elites. Oh sure, in the Washington D.C. area. Well, I was, I was um. There's a guy that wrote um a book called The Franklin Scandal, uh, which I read, which is pretty interesting. I think Nick Bryant. Um. Uh, anyway, he was on Tim Dillon's show, and he said something kind of interesting about Pizzagate. He asked him what he thought about it, and he kind of had a similar. This is similar to my take, and he's just like, I haven't. I've been kind of afraid to look into it. You know, because I don't want to have to be the Pizzagate guy. But he's like, I will say there's a lot of smoke there, you know? Yeah, well, that's the, when I brought up the Finders earlier, uh, I don't even remember if it was oh, before, yeah, the finders before are, we started part recording. Of all but, yeah. the like, if you look into the Finders, that's a real thing. It's a real group we know existed. Look at the FBI files about the Finders. They found a preschool that they owned that had underground tunnels. It's fucked up. Dude. And a fire alarm system that didn't connect to any local fire departments. <laughs> like oh my God. they had a preschool set up to evacuate kids if shit got hot. Yeah. Why? Why? Why do you need to evacuate kids? I, some of the like the font like I I had the like th- that was a tough book to listen to because it was like some of those like Finders like reports the documents going through it and just the shit that they were doing is just like stomach churning evil it's so fucked up and then the cia steps in during that investigation is like 
It's an internal matter. Don't worry. Yeah, about yeah, it. yeah. And they're like, nah, it's above your head. And we're just going to. You weren't on and the. And you see the guy at the grocery store the next week and you go, oh, great, good. Okay, you guys took care of it. You weren't on the, the Finders episode, but we did the MK Ultra episodes together. And my. I think I was on the Finders. We did one about the front. You oh, yeah, did one. we yeah. did. We touched on it briefly, but we just did another episode because the FBI just released all these documents. Oh, they did. About there's there's more shit. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I can't read too much about kids getting <laughs> fucked. It gets to, it's really I get upset. But yeah, I, mean, I might have to check those out. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And the like, I don't know the thing about it. It's not something I think will ever prove happened. And but. Like well, we did, it, that. it's one of those decentralized things. It's like it's like a, there's not like a website. It's all probably deep web encrypted shit that's all deleted right after you send it. You know, and what my feel, my honest feeling about what the Finders is at least a part of is, I think after MK Ultra got found out and the CIA had to be like. Okay, so we've been doing this at 130 <laughs> hospitals and universities across the U.S. and Canada. That's so many. Sorry. That's so many universities and hospitals. I feel like the CIA took MKUltra out of hospitals and universities and moved it to cults and communes. Oh, and interesting. And that's why there's this huge yeah. uptick of cults and communes after like 75, mm-hmm. which 74 is when the church committee hearings Kind of like the uh, NRA and the KKK. Yeah. You know, they shut down the KKK NRAs like six months later or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it just feels like the CIA took all those experiments and moved them to cults where yeah, it would we, be harder for us to infiltrate. And we might need a, a Courtney Love every once in a while to go and shut down a new... Uh, shut know, down pe- a burgeoning indie rock scene. Yep, people's, people are loving each other. <laughs> we got to get ourselves a girl with pink hair and, you know, pump her full of, you know, sodium pentothal and teach her how to kill people. You know, it's like... Uh, you never know. You need to have a couple of those. You need to. It's like, do you think it is sort of a? It, it's sort of like a like a funnel system, like almost like it's a trade school. Here's what I picture the Finders preschool as: it's a trade school, but the major, like the you know, there's different. Like, well, you can go like mechanical. You can like work on cars, or it's like you can go construction. You can do like you know welding. You could do carpentry. It's like all right, so you can either become a Manchurian candidate, or you can fuck. Uh, really famous people for like five years until you're too old and we throw you off a boat. You know, right. like those are, which one do you want to do? Do you want to kill Halsey or <laughs> do you want to suck Bloomberg's cock with Subway Jared? And you know, and then we'll feed you to the wolves on big St. James this week. And they haven't found that one yet. You know, like, I yeah, it seems like it's kind of that. Well, like right now, like I, I'm, I'm very much on the beat of, Jeffrey Epstein was probably an intelligence asset oh, for some government. Oh yeah, who was absolutely blackmailing people, and like we want to think the United States doesn't get up to shit like that, but like we know that. Just as one example, the CIA operated a brothel in San Francisco in the '60s as part of MK Ultra, mm-hmm. which raises a really obvious question: Why? Like it wasn't so we could give dudes acid and see how they fucked when they were on acid. Uh Like by that point, we knew what acid did. That was probably a blackmail house where they would get dirt on people visiting San Francisco. Oh yeah. Well, just in case. And again, then if you go, all right, we got like, you know, 25 guys fucked a hooker here. Then, then you look at them, you like, you know, do a little like 
background research and then you go, oh, yeah, we could probably use him for this. We could use him for that. You kind of got like a list of openings and stuff you want to kind of get done and yeah. the sort of shit you might, you know, you think about who could I get to do that? That's a tough one. You go, oh, somebody that would cheat on their wife with a hooker. I'll blackmail him, you know, and then you kind of make your little list yeah. of candidates. You got your own little, little LinkedIn, your little blackmail LinkedIn, and you fucking put them to work. And it's not like it was a, it's not like it was a brothel that had a fucking neon CIA sign outside. <laughs> no. You weren't going to land and someone was going to be like, hey, I know this great CIA spot where we can go get yeah. dosed with acid and fuck strange women. Yeah. Like you'd get lured there, like somewhat like you would go there thinking, oh, well, I'm just so rich and powerful that this other rich and powerful person knows about this secret spot where yeah, we can go yeah, fuck. Yeah. And then you get there and next thing you know, you're getting blackmailed by the American <laughs> government. <laughs> like, and you're like, oh, if it sounds too good to be true, it is. Remember that. And like, we want to believe the government was doing that shit in the 60s and 70s and then stopped. No, they've just gotten better at oh, it. Oh, they love stopping. Then. They love stopping doing <laughs> stuff. They Sometimes they go, we were wrong and they stop. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, the fucking, uh, yeah, like, uh, oh, shit, I lost it. Never mind. Number six, Spygate. Donald Trump version, not the oh, 2007 is, New England Patriots yeah. spying on the St. Louis Rams. No, the extended mix. Right. This was uh, Donald Trump's claim that Obama spied on the Trump campaign. And I only have this so high up the list because I think we're not done hearing about it. I think if the impeachment hearings run their course and Donald Trump is not uh, removed from office. Uh-huh. Which I, I really doubt he will be. I really doubt he will be. The next hearings that are going to happen are going to be the Department of Justice possibly prosecuting Obama and maybe even Hillary Clinton over spying on Donald Trump's campaign. Yeah. And that's not me saying that would be a justified thing or that that actually happened, but that is how Donald Trump will wield his power next if impeachment doesn't work. Yeah. Like, he's already got William Barr investigating the Russia investigation and the people who looked well, no, into it. No, he's got enough, look, he's, he's got enough authority to sort of, like, get probably get some of these investigations going. It's like, well, you, you sort of heard all that in the form of, like, a lot of kind of reactionism and sort of, like, hand, uh, the hand, hair pulling and fretting and whatever they call that shit. Hand wringing is what I was looking for about how, like, oh, yeah, if you get a, you impanel a grand jury, you can indict a ham sandwich. And it's yeah. like, well, yeah, that's, this is the kind of guy who wants to go around and dieting ham sandwiches, you know, like they got Absolutely. some, they got some fucking dork who's, a, you know, it seems to be, you know, more or less an actual on the, one of these actual, you know, as close as you can get in that high position of power, but a more or less on the level kind of by the book, civil servanty kind of dork, you know, every once in a while, there's just like someone that's not even really evil or bad. It seems like they're just sort of a dork. You know, like Robert Mueller, like and I think it's like yeah. post office, but you get promoted or you get, had a master's degree. And now it's like, oh, that guy just like, oh, well, like Hank Hills. I think there's a good number <laughs> of Hank Hills in the government, you know. But uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like he could he could definitely do something with this. I mean, that's and he's I think seen how well it's working for them and going like, hey, I want to I want a piece of this. I have these weapons at my disposal. Why not fucking add this to my campaign of like overwhelming misinformation or whatever? And oh, there's a really good real world example of one of our allies doing something similar. There's a oh, what is is it called the end of democracy? Hold on. 
The Edge of Democracy, it's called. It's on Netflix right now, and it's about what happened in Brazil that led to Jair Bolsonaro becoming president. Yeah, that's crazy what's going on in Brazil right now. Yeah, Yeah. and what it was is the president at the time, uh, a woman named Dilma Rousseff, put these laws in place that would make investigating corruption a lot easier. Yeah. And all of her right-wing opponents were like, shit, that's going to make it a lot easier to prosecute us, but it will also make it a lot easier for us to pin something on her. Yeah. So instead of waiting to be prosecuted, they just went on the office. started this investigation and got her impeached and got her predecessor fucking arrested. Wow. He just got out of jail. Wow. And they put this fucking right-wing Donald Trump-type monster named Jair Bolsonaro in office and his first order of business is to tell poor people to burn down the rainforest yeah. to make room for farming land <laughs> and like he's just annihilating Brazil right now and oh, it all happened so I didn't he's really saying just go burn down That's why a lot of the <laughs> rainforest is burning he's like poor people deserve land and it's like they can move in. They can move to the land you're occupying. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, though I don't know. You got a yeah. big golf course or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> you know. And it's oh. like it seems impossible that in this half of the world we would just arrest a former president and like use that as a means to just wipe out opposition on that side at all. When you say this half, you mean the the Western world? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I mean, the Western world encompasses a couple. Uh, we got a, we got a couple sketchy guys over here on our team. I, yeah, that's I, true. I, I I could see it going down in Brazil. Yeah, you know. But yeah, it is it is wild that but it's the, just oh, it's, it's fucking. There's like shit like this is happening everywhere. Right. There's no time to keep track of it. It really you really can't. You and know the, what I mean? The difference with Brazil is that we support it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're we're one. on the bad guys' side. So. I could see a situation like that jumping off in the United States where Trump is able to take an investigation uh, into Obama interfering in the 2016 election far enough that Obama actually gets fucking arrested. Yeah. I mean, he he would love that. He would love it. Yeah. You know, it's it's like with being just it just a president is really a shitty idea <laughs> because it's like yeah imagine like if you were it's it's like if you had a boyfriend that was like okay it was a bunch of different guys but they all say, shared the same body you know <laughs> and you just had to deal with like he had a completely different brain and personality but he looks just like the guy that you know was like a little handsy or you got in the big fight with or was a dick or lied and you just had to always get over that you know and it's like <laughs> we've been doing that for a couple hundred years and we've been causing a bunch of making a big shit show and they're like oh no it's a different guy this it's fine it's the, yeah and it's like oh this is we're so this is was so stupid there's no way this is gonna pan out <laughs> we're fucked yeah Birtherism is is next. This is like yeah. one of the most consequential ones. We're getting into the. the this is the this top is, five now. This is like kind of a lame one, but in a way, it's sort of the origin story for half of these. Yeah, you know, birtherism started kind of by Trump in 2012. Yeah, yeah. No, he was he was a big part of it when he was considering running against Obama, and he started this rumor that Obama was not born in the United States. And man, 
That rumor still has some fucking legs to this day. Even back in 2007, I remember it. Obama was yeah. just started winning. I, I remember walking uh, to my Spanish class, and I remember a guy, like, talk, someone was talking about Obama, and, you know, I was, it was 2007, so I thought he was awesome. Uh, and, and I said, and he said, uh, he's a fucking Muslim. And I was like, he's not a Muslim. It wouldn't matter if he did. But I remember him being like, he's fucking Muslim. He's not from here, you know, or whatever. Yeah. He's African. He's, a, you know. I remember when Obama. Saying all this. A, a few very Chino words, let's say. <laughs> and the what birtherism reminds me of in terms of Trump scandals is Trump's tax returns. Sure, Where yeah. Trump is like, well, I'm one thing. And a lot of people are like, no, you're not. And there's one way we can prove it. Release those tax returns. Obama released his birth certificate. Yeah. And not just the short form version. He eventually... I He did eventually get the full one. I had a t-shirt that had obama's <laughs> long form birth certificate on it oh that's funny that obama the obama campaign, like campaign put out yeah, after yeah. uh he released it i'd buy a t-shirt with trump's tax return on it yeah put it out i mean <laughs> like release that tax return let me buy it on a t-shirt i'll i'll buy it if they do like a collab with supreme oh hell yeah you know if they like yeah. um you know maybe get like a cool cool artist involved you know yeah i would definitely trump tax return x supreme yeah x supreme ss uh <laughs> 2020 uh yeah i'd be in i'd be all the way and i'd cop hell yeah uh so that's number five we're getting we're coming up to the the, the this is the the top five here so yeah. birtherism birtherism is number five I and think, i feel like it it belongs I, at number five i think it fits man because it really like that was sort of kicked the door open to all of like that kind of restarted that was sort of like when jingoism was back yeah you know that's kind of like oh fuck we're doing disco again like it was sort of like got it all humming it was like a kind of an acknowledgement that it's okay to start being a little more racist in and they were public. Just, they were doing it on TV at Jiffy Lubes at three o'clock in the afternoon on Wednesday. It was like yeah. just right out there, and everyone was like, "Oh yeah, let's just fucking this is this is office conversation. Let's all just bring up this incredibly fucking racist point, you know, at yeah. work around the water cooler." And we we all started getting us used to this, and it started off their beef and like the whole White House correspondence dinner, that whole arc. Like it's all in there. Yeah, it it really is the genesis of a lot of the problems we're facing today. Yeah. So even though it didn't go anywhere in no. its obvious bullshit. Super inconsequential. Still pretty important. Yeah. Culturally. Number four, Russia Gate. <laughs> is this even a conspiracy theory anymore? Yeah. Like there's a 400 page book about it, which by the way, nothing bothers me more in 2019 than elect an elected official saying, I've read the Mueller report. It's a 400-page book available at Barnes & Noble. Like, you don't get credit for having read one book this year. Like, yeah. <laughs> you should have read the Mueller report the day it came out. Yeah, certainly, yeah. And, like, Russiagate, it's uh, the the idea that Russia intervened in the 2016 election at not the necessarily not the behest of Donald Trump, but he didn't discourage it. And he may be... Well, no, he, uh, he made those, like, like when he's, like, on stage, I fully believe most of the time he's just riffing. Like, I don't think there's a lot of premeditated, like, we need you to say this to send a single signal to Mossad or Putin or whoever. Like, I think he just fucking, he just pontificates, much in the same way I talk. Uh, and I think that gets away from him and he just throws shit like that out there, you know? But, yeah, he was definitely, like, you know, sympathetic to it. But he said, well, he threw, even back during the campaign, a lot of stuff. Yeah, and that that's why I think Trump is actually one of the most transparent presidents we've ever... <laughs> 
ever had. I think so, yeah. You just have to watch his rallies and wait for him to go off script. He's mm-hmm. going to tell you a lot of things he's not supposed to tell you. And that's why I don't laugh when he's like, maybe I'll ask for two extra years when my term's up because of the Russia investigation. And it's like, <laughs> no, he, you're going to do that. He will do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're absolutely going to do that. Like he lost two years, so yeah. we owe him two years. Yeah. And you're going to force us to send the military in to get you out of office. And we won't do it. And you'll just be in office for six years. Yep. And then Ivanka will win or Donald Trump Jr. will win. And we're just fucked forever. And like the idea that I don't know if this Russia thing even belongs on the list as a conspiracy theory because we know it happened. Yeah. It's just uh, a matter of whether anything's going to come of it. And, uh, you know, it seems like no. It doesn't. Yeah. It seems like not a whole lot, except that's why I still have Spygate so high on the list because I feel like the the inevitable conclusion could be the other side. The Brazil analogy is, or your kind of theory there is very interesting. And I hope that's not the next Adam Todd Brown called it, but I think it might be, man. Well, the, the thing about that Brazil scandal is we tend to think of republicans and democrats when it comes to elected officials and that's how people thought about it in brazil also Mm -hmm. but what those people all are at the end of the day is elites yeah and what brazil was was some elites sacrificing other elites to save themselves yeah and we tend to think rich people all band together but i don't think that's going to be the case i think we will in the coming years see Rich people sacrificing other rich people. It's starting to, to get a little, safe. it feels a little more dire. It's heating yeah. up. People are starting to go, we're hungry. Maybe, yeah. maybe we're eating Kevin, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's getting like, it's cold out. We're hungry. He's fattest. He's the fattest one. Yeah. Maybe we're eating Kevin. Uh, it's just, it's, I don't know. You never know. But uh, yeah, it is fucking, it does feel like we are really coming up on some kind of like consolidation of power. Some sort of big shift, some sort of move, and I'm always, I'm never the guy to think like, and then the black helicopters roll in. I'm like, they're gonna do it gradually. Shit's gonna cost a little more. You're gonna make a little less. It'll be a little harder. You'll be a little more tired. They're gonna put a couple more pieces of copper in your fucking drinking water, whatever. And uh, it's just gonna slowly keep getting worse until there's really nothing we can do. Which is right now, I would say there's really nothing we can do. We're all comfortable, but I think there's pretty much nothing we could do. And, uh, yeah, I think it's sort of comes down to whoever is on the winning team when it all really coagulates and they really, these two kind of sort of against each other groups are done fucking each other over. Whoever wins when it all sort of becomes fully formed into this like horrible, you know, 1984 super state. It's kind of like, well, yeah, well, it's sort of a, well, we get the one where they're like, oh yeah, we, we got to make sure we have enough vegetables or it's like, yeah, we got to be safe. Like which, which is the thing they're going to do to try to appeal to us? I don't know. Yeah. It feels like we're heading toward a world where it's going to be bad for a lot of people, but not everyone's going to have to hurt. Yeah. Like you can just watch it in silence and not say anything. Yeah. And you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like we're heading for a world where if you do say something about the people who are hurting, you're going to hurt too. Yeah. 
And no, that's 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 fucking it. That's a good that's a good thing to think about because I think it will be like it'll be pretty much fine a lot of places. Like, yeah. well, there there'll also be starting to be like you know huge climate disasters and climate refugees, and it'll just be like, oh yeah, we just don't cover that. We don't cover yeah. that. Bella Hadid's got a new movie. Why aren't you talking about? It's fucking great. You should go see it. You know. Yeah, it's and gonna that, be like that. That's what like especially in this day and age, that's what a really savvy dictator is gonna have to do. Yeah, is you're gonna have to at least like. Like sometimes if I do a longer set, like uh, if I'm doing comedy, if I have to do 35, 40 minutes, like those first 10 minutes, I'll try to not do any actual jokes. Mm -hmm. I'll try to like just see how long I can go without doing jokes because then I know I can just coast on the jokes. That's what dictators do. They like (laughs) they like throw stuff out there and test it out and see how it works and see how you react. Yeah, And they go, will will you ride in the streets if I do this? Yeah. Okay. Oops, oops, oops. And if you don't react the right way, eventually their material starts and you're fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they go, all right, well, the black bags. Yeah, here come the tanks. They are in your streets now. Enjoy that. Yeah. The firstborn sons round them up. Okay. And uh, all of that uh, software that was tracking your data for ads mm-hmm. is now tracking you for patriotism. Dude, I mean, is that, have we gotten confirmation of other countries doing that yet? Well, we know China polices their like we know internet. They, we know they police it, but is it like, have we, has, has there been anything or any sort of leaker that's gone like, oh yeah, we, we heard him say this and then that's when I told them and they went and did that. Like, is, has anything sort of come out that concrete about it yet? Not yet. Uh, but it's, I, I'm, I'm not saying it's not happening. Of course it's happening and it's going to, but. And the thing is, even when it starts happening, it's a thing the government can still lie about. Well, yeah, they'll lie about it. They'll bury the story. They'll be like, oh, know. well, someone told us you said this when really the same software that's targeting you with Kohl's ads also is sending us information on your uh, lack of patriotism. Yeah. And uh, we're just pretending someone told us. Good times. Let's talk about something more upbeat. Number three, Sandy Hook. Yeah, man. Still one of the silliest conspiracies to me. I'll tell you what this reminds me of. Uh You know what America needs to be convinced that everyone in Sandy Hook was a crisis actor? What's that? Nancy Grace. Oh, shit. There is as much evidence that Scott Peterson murdered Lacey Peterson as there is that Sandy Hook was a false flag operation. But what Sandy Hook doesn't have is Nancy Grace on TV every night going, why aren't those parents more upset? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's all circumstantial evidence that makes no sense. No, it's all very weird when you watch them try to get you, and they're like, but wait. And and I'm like, wait, what are you even talking about? What? Why isn't that coroner more emotional? He's probably in shock. Yeah, he's he's probably pretty fucking upset. The the worst thing of his entire career fucking connecticut life like yeah one of the worst things you can like you could really see with your eyes as he just saw you know like and it happened like four hours ago and he's got to go talk to 500 people about it and a lot of them are like their parents and shit you know and i i do encourage i like i'm not joking bringing up scott peterson there's an a and e documentary about the scott peterson trial Mm -hmm. go watch it and tell me if there's any more evidence that he killed her than sandy hook being a false flag interesting like there is i, I don't know that much no, about that case i remember it a little but there's no physical evidence he got convicted because he went fishing the day she went missing yeah but there are also several witnesses who are like i saw her walking the dog after he left 
And if they're right, he didn't do it. Yeah. Like there's absolutely no. And there's like six to eight witnesses who are all like, yep, I saw her walking the dog. That walking day. the dog. Yeah, yeah. So if they're right, he didn't do it. And he probably didn't do it. But the biggest piece of evidence against him was Nancy Grace going on TV every night and being like, why isn't he more sad? Yeah. And well, it's like, like people react to things different. You, don't, you have no idea how you'd react. And like, he's like, I think he also cleaned his RV. And I think well, that was part of it. Well, one of the things is there's this uh, allegation that he was caught near the border of Mexico in disguise. Uh-huh. And what actually happened is there was so much media scrutiny on him he did change his appearance and go stay in San Diego. Uh-huh. But there's also pictures of him in San Diego in that disguise still talking to police. Sure, yeah, yeah, So, yeah. like, they knew... It was for his, like, comfort. It was so he could yeah, get away yeah. from the media. He wasn't trying to hide from the police, but... Yeah, Nancy Grace Nancy making his Grace living hell, yeah. spun it like, oh, well, now he's changed his identity and he's fleeing to Mexico. And, like, I'm telling you, you get a Sandy Hook... You get a Nancy Grace on the case of Sandy Hook parents, and a lot of fucking Americans would think the same crazy shit about Sandy Hook parents. Yeah. And I, my fucking, I had a tour guide in Ireland who was like, you know, when Obama did Sandy Hook so he could take your guns away. And I was like, okay. We still have our guns. <laughs> yeah, it didn't even work. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't even sort of work. No. We still have all of those now, guns. Now, if Obama did do Sandy Hook to take our guns and it didn't work, that is one of the funniest outcomes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, way to blow it. That is a pretty, if that's how it went down, I mean, kind of, I mean, horror, the worst thing you could think of, but kind of funny, just cosmically. Yeah. Should we get into the last two? Yeah, the silver medal is silver medal finish. I struggled with this. This I was tough. I kind of wanted to make this number one. I'm trying to think what number one is if this is number two. Well, number two is the death of Jeffrey Epstein. Yep. Which. Yep. mm -hmm. And this one here, this is like. I think the thing about this one that's so important, like, it's like, this is, this is weird. It's tied to all this other shit, but it got like three weeks in like the fucking major mainstream news cycle where you kind of couldn't get away from it. Everyone got kind of enough info. Just, it was so obvious and so botched and so fucked up. Everyone was just sort of like, oh yeah, he didn't kill him. Like nobody thinks he fucking killed himself. You know, almost nobody thinks he fucking killed himself. So it's like the fact that, oh, now conspiracy dudes and people that think about shit like this now that you have that one you can kind of start there with this a, a lot of places i think that's somewhat valuable and hopefully it you know will inspire some kind of conspiracy investigative journalism truth renaissance and yeah. i think it is in a way it's done a bit of that and i think that's encouraging and people are getting basketball players are talking about it and shit it's out there it's in the world yeah, you know? I and, just, and it's very, very substantial just because of how much shit is like roped up in it. And it's the worst thing you can even think of. And they were doing it forever. And all these important people are all tied up and they're all fucking tripping over their big shitty tongues trying to explain themselves. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's it's what I feel like we can't let it go. Like it's bigger than just Jeffrey Epstein trafficking teens. Yeah, it's no, way more than it's that. really a lot more. And, and that and that's like. Obviously, that's fucking horrifying. It's, but that's horrifying. <laughs> it, and like, it goes deeper somehow. And one of the things I make the same point on Unpops this week it it doesn't have to be one thing. Like it can be a thing where yes, some of those dudes who were at Jeffrey Epstein's sex island were there because they knew there were going to be underage girls they could have sex with, and they wanted to have sex with underage girls. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 
But there's also going to be probably some of those dudes who were drugged and blackmailed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Jeffrey Epstein wasn't just trafficking teens. No. And admitting that and acknowledging that and looking in that into that further doesn't absolve the dudes involved of their guilt. Like, yeah. it, it can be both of those things. And one of the things that makes me think that even more is that crazy ass Prince Andrew interview that, that just came was nuts. out. Yeah. That was fucking nuts where all of his defenses sound weird. Yeah. But yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also why do you have to bring up a pizza place? It's uh, like, know yeah. your internet uh, no, dude. memes, dude. It's like, on. it's like how I tell it. Like I say, every company needs to have a shit, like a shitty 15 year old on staff to go like, yeah. here's how I would make a meme of your dumb slogan. You know, like they need, he needed one of those. Yeah. Yeah. But the the detail that really stands out to me is, uh, one, I do think the picture of him and the girl he's accused of sleeping with, I think the picture of them together does look fake. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's just my opinion. But the his excuse that, one, he had no recollection of sleeping with her, mm-hmm. and two, his, ex, his excuse that people really seized on, he was like, well, I had a condition at the time that made it so I didn't sweat. And <sighs> she's, so weird. she said I was really sweaty. So how could that have been me? I'll tell you how it could have been him if he was drugged. Because oh. if you weren't, if you had a condition that made it so you didn't sweat, the one thing that's going to make you sweat is drugs. Is if you're drugged. I thought that that just sounded like the weirdest, baddest excuse. What I you think, know? what I think he's setting up for. Here's, I want to get it out of the way right away. I think Prince Andrew fucked that girl. Sure. Yeah. I think 100. Yeah, yeah. I think he had sex with a 17 year old. Me too. But I think at some point, if you're powerful enough, and he's powerful enough, if Jeffrey Epstein comes to you and says, I have video of you having sex with a 17-year-old, and if you don't do what I say, I'm going to put it out. If you're as powerful as Prince Andrew, you could be like, put it out. You know what I mean? Put it out. And you kind of could. You kind of could call the bluff. Yeah. Put it out. Explain why you had a seventeen-year-old girl at the party. It? Yeah. How'd you explain get it? how you got her there? Why'd you film it? Why are you blackmailing me? To what ends? For who? Yeah. Put all that shit out. Do it. And you can't. No. Because then Jeffrey Epstein's gonna have to go. Okay, the CIA made me do this. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Mossad made me do it. Whoever yeah. made him do it, you know? Yeah. So then you put out this bullshit faked picture and go, see? Yeah. And his people are like, mm, still not conclusive. We don't have any memory of it. Maybe you prove that we did it. I really- Show I, us that tape. I'm so fascinated where and if, how many of these tapes still exist, who has them, there's a few poison pill like like there's like that you, you know when you honestly see the good shit is when journalists get murdered and they have poison pill videos that are set to like they give them to a friend and they say put this out if I get fucking got like there's one with these little Asian girls filling up a fountain in these weird outfits and you go oh god that's this is like ritualistic it's very eyes wide shut it's fucking weird and yeah uh, yeah i mean there's, there's like a couple of those that are pretty fucked up yeah they they it came out right after he died that yeah. they found a bunch of tapes in a safe oh in and it was house. like blank plus name you know name plus name date you know and yeah. it was just like oh okay yeah bill and you know slav number four or whatever you know yeah i've i don't know i i've feel like prince andrew was blackmailed and i think you kind of didn't care played hardball about it yeah Yeah. because you like because your instinct is gonna be to panic and do whatever he wants but But he's thinking like what is what is he really gonna so many people have to do business with them 
that it's yeah. like so awkward. It's like ah, if I just we just gotta gotta we'll push we'll sweep it under we'll cover it up. It's too much of a pain in the ass for this to be true. And it would ruin Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, to put that out. Yeah, yeah. Because then no one's gonna fuck with Jeffrey Epstein. No, anymore. yeah, and then he'd have his back catalog of blackmail, but he wouldn't be able to you know work on any new hits. And that's what yeah. that's what kept him motivated. That's what was would really make him happy was finding new people to right. exploit. And uh, that was really the, what lit a fire in him every morning. And, it really and, did. And inspired him to be creative. So I, I don't, not the Jeff Epstein that I know. Not my Jeff <laughs> wouldn't do that. So the death of Jeffrey Epstein, that probably until like a week ago would have been number one on my list. Oh, wow. <clears throat> but what's, what's number one? The Conor McSpadden, Adam Todd Brown podcast yeah, beef? exactly. Number one, the return of the flat earth theory. I am convinced now that flat earth is the most insidious conspiracy theory out there right now. Interesting. Because once you, like... There's a documentary, me and Olivia Hydar just did an episode where we reviewed this documentary that's on Netflix right now called Behind the, Behind the Curve, uh-huh. and it's a profile of flat earthers. Sure, okay, that sounds interesting. And the thing about flat earth conspiracy believers is they're not conspiracy theorists. That's a cult. Oh, like, interesting. By the time you believe, because the crux of the flat earth conspiracy, it's not that the earth is flat, it's that... All of history and science is a lie. Yeah. So there's literally nothing you can say to undo what they believe. They don't think any, they don't believe in truth or right. objectivity. Anything. They think that space is fake. Isn't that a new one? Right. Space is fake. They basically they think, think we're in the matrix or something, right? They think our nuclear attacks on Japan were fake. Okay. They think pretty much all of human technology and advancement was faked to hide the fact that the earth is flat. And when you ask them why, they're like, I don't know, to hide the fact that the earth is flat. And it's like, so you don't even have a point for your conspiracy. There's no like, and it was him too. He did it. Yeah. Let's get him. It's just because. There's none of that. And He's there's no villain. What's how's the, how do you have a story with no villain? <laughs> and it, what it does is it undermines, again, when I was talking about Nazis rounding up intellectuals and academics and scientists and things, mm-hmm. it. It kind of encourages that. Like, it just encourages a general mistrust of intellectuals yeah. and scientists and scientific advance. Well, it's interesting. So you think that it's kind of being uh, pushed in sort of like to an idiocracy kind of end. You know what I mean? Yeah. To sort of, like, again, one of these things, and I, and I bring it up on the, t- on the show all the time, but that, uh, that old dec- uh, definition of fucking uh, propaganda, that which seeks to exhaust critical thinking and annihilate the truth, you know? And it's like, is this part of that? Is that part of the propaganda campaign, you know? And it's, it's this thing. To make us all fucking stupid. It's, it's that kind of thing where we'll laugh at it and treat it like a fringe thing right up until the moment we wake up and it's our government. And it's our neighbor, yeah. Like, that's, yeah. We, we already, we did that. That's the <laughs> thing. Not that it's long a, ago, it's if all, you remember, yeah. It's already our neighbor. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's it's, true. Yeah. Like, and see, we got these people on podcasts and everyone just laughs at it. Like, oh, Eddie Bravo, so funny. Like, I don't know. It seems like a kind of a destructive thing. Yeah, it's a very destructive thing. And there's already like 50 to 100,000 flat earthers in the United States. That's a oh, lot of that's, fucking people. That's a, that's like more listeners than either of us have. Yeah. You know, like that's a little scary. And when you dig into that theory, it's not, again, it's not just flat earth. But as you peel away the layers... <clears throat> You realize what they're pushing for is this really fundamentalist version of believing in the Bible. 
where oh, the interesting. Bible as it's written is how we should be living. So if your neighbor's working on Sunday, you fucking murder him because uh, the Bible okay. says so. So is that like when you go, like, so that's like level three of like the official flat earth.com kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, the, the you know? end game of flat earth theory is a very fundamentalist version of Christianity. And that's so fucking and wild. it's Okay. That's why it feels like one of those things to me that is and, and, funny until you wake up in some Handmaid's Tale version yeah, of America. Yeah, yeah. Where they have stormed Congress, well, and now we I have mean, a flat Earth government. That sounds like them trying to fucking put the genie back in the box, because it's like, we, there's all this technology, there's Hulu, there's everything. It's like, how the fuck do we get people, like, how do we unradicalize them to all of this exciting, great shit, and fucking corn syrup, and fructose, and like, how do we get them to be, like pure you know live a biblical life it's like well you got to convince them that everything's a lie and people have been fucking with them and trying to make them look stupid for hundreds of years and they've been falling for it it's an it's an interesting way to go it makes sense well it seems like one of the only ways you could maybe even conceivably do anything like that it it feels like the same way in my opinion i feel like the u.s government decided to take on conspiracy theories like Ugh. when the internet became a thing they knew all this information was going to get out there. So do we individually fight each thing that comes out or, or do, do we, we just discredit the idea of conspiracy theories as a whole? We take a, take a tour in the punch bowl. Yeah, yeah. To where if you believe a conspiracy theory, you're just crazy. Yeah. And flat earth. Or do we, or do we pay a couple of special ops agents to go make a few GeoCities page with a lot of bad gifts of uh, under construction <laughs> with two guys sawing a uh, loading symbol in half, you know? And yeah, the flat earth feels like the logical extension of that to where, okay, well now we've convinced the internet that mm-hmm. anything they hear contrary to the uh, accepted version of events they'll write that off as fake now how do we get the public as a whole to just write off anything we say isn't true yeah and flat earth like i'm telling you if you got a flat earther in your life you need to have a cult deprogrammer kidnap that motherfucker and lock him in a motel room for three days. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I didn't realize that. I thought that I thought this was like a troll thing. I thought it was sort of like a, what, a kind of a post-ironic like lifestyle movement. You know, one of the scariest things. In I that, thought it was like being a hype beast or something like that. <laughs> one of the scariest things in that documentary. At one point, these two flat earth dudes buy a $20,000 laser gyroscope. Okay. And they're like, all right, if the earth is actually round, when we set this gyroscope up, every hour there's going to be like a 15 degree sway as the earth moves. And we feel like it's not going to do that. And that will prove the earth is flat. And they set the fucking thing up and there's the 15 degree sway. And they're like, oh. We just need to shield it in lead. That's the heaven rays that are impacting oh, with it, it. Yeah, that yeah. way. So then they shield it in lead. Still the 15 degree sway. Well, and like, again, it's, it's just think about how much money they have. Like how much is a lead shield? Probably not cheap. <laughs> yeah. And then they wanted to encase it in bismuth, which is some other <laughs> yes. fucking thing. It's, a, it's like a rock. Yeah. And then the documentary ends with them trying this other experiment, which is actually, it's a smart experiment. It makes sense. They're like, we're going to set up these three pieces of paper with holes in each one. And they're going to be, there's going to be one here, one here, and then a third one. And if the earth is flat, when we fire that light through the first two holes, it'll go through the third hole at the same height because the earth's actually flat. But these papers are like miles and miles apart. Is that yeah, the idea? Okay, yeah. yeah. And they're like, but if there's a curve, that third hole 
it, the light's going to go above it and it won't even hit that third hole. And they try the experiment and the light doesn't hit the third hole. <laughs> and they're like, uh, raise your piece of paper. And they raise it. And sure enough, when they raise it, the light goes through because the earth isn't flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then over the end credits, it's just the, all these YouTube videos of people going like, well, the light was kind of hitting some some weeds, so yep. we think maybe <laughs> yeah, that just was going like. And it's like well, you're this never going to give up. Yeah, and it's like, what is like? I guess there's like, you know, it's funny. It's like whenever I see someone attacking a problem, you almost go like, well, that's sad because that means there's glory and pussy over there. You know, like you're trying to figure this out because it's like in this group, there's some level of glory, sad and pussy, sadder. That's yeah. all, you know, that's the only reason anyone does anything, really. You know, so uh, I go, oh, OK, this is oh, God, you're going after the flat earth, the flat earth, pussy, the flat earth, pussy and glory. That's bad stuff. You Which, know, by the way, there is a woman in that documentary who looks like a, a young Julianne Moore. Oh, OK. A vehement flat earther. <laughs> That people also accuse of being a CIA agent. It's a very fun documentary. It's probably true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. With, with, you know, Adam, with what we've learned about CIA agents together through the years, <laughs> I don't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it at all. But that's, uh, that's our list of the 20 biggest conspiracy theories of the 2010s. Yeah, I think that was a good list, man. And then, uh, that's an interesting point about uh, the Flat Earthers. And that is like, oh, that sounds like another way they could, you know. It, just, it feels like a dangerous a one. Makes yeah. it a little easier. Uh, if we missed any, I don't know, you can tweet at me, but I'm, we're not going to fucking pay attention. I mean, we're not going to revise. Yeah, uh, the episode's I'm, already done. I'm not going to like, gonna... Connor, drive back to Burbank. Yeah, can, and we need to record a thing to drop at the beginning of this to we acknowledge gotta, fucking. We got to add a disclaimer. Stain 69 says we left fucking fluoride in water off the list. Well, we forgot about Die Hard being a Christmas movie or whatever. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, sure. That one should have been on the list. Yeah, we got to make sure those cats can has their cheeseburger or whatever <laughs> your fucking fans. Uh. Uh, thank you for doing. This is a long episode. It right? was man. It was good. It was well. Yeah, I think it was nice. People probably wanted a little more. You know, yeah. CPM and ATB back in the mics together. Yeah, I hope you'll come uh, do it again soon sometime, dude. Yeah, anytime. Anytime I'm uh, around. I know you mostly go during the week, and I get the the old day job. But yeah, hit me yeah. up. Dude. Send me those emails. I'm always down to come by. I love the fucking Unpops crew. You guys like you have you have the best fans. You know, you guys I always love hanging out with all the fucking all your all the all your boys and you girls and everything it's fine man yeah so i'll be back you. thank you for doing it and uh congrats on the show i'm happy for you man oh thanks bud yeah watch lights out with david spade uh so i can keep uh you know having health insurance and uh stay t i'm starting some other kind of podcast i bought a bunch of shit for it so just follow me on the internet at connor mcspadden everywhere and you'll see it nice and uh yeah we're we're switching subscription services soon so be on the lookout for that oh you finally going to that wordpress plugin you've been talking about forever that, I think so, yeah. Okay, yeah, Some, yeah, yeah. Something along those lines. Is Patreon deplatforming more people, or what are they doing? Nah, it's just kind of a nightmare. It's kind of a, well, they take a, they take a good amount of off the top, you know. They sure do. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Oh, do you have anything to plug before we get out of here? Uh, yeah, just just watch Lights Out. Follow me and uh, stay tuned for, you know, the Connor McSpadden show or whatever the thing I'm going to start is called. But yeah, I got a bunch of shit. I'm doing a big, crazy podcast. So Nice. It'll be big and crazy. I promise. Uh, Patreon.com slash unpops. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Connor, say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.